Folks, a quick message from our sponsors, Know Before. So what's a con game? It's a fraud that works by getting the victim to misplace their confidence in the con artist. In the world of cybersecurity, we call confidence tricks social engineering. And as our sponsors, Know Before, will tell you, human error is how most organizations are compromised. What are some of the ways organizations are victimized by social engineering? We'll find out here in just a minute. Now, our sponsors' questions about forms of social engineering come in this form. Know Before will tell you that there's human contact, there can be con games. It's important to build the kind of security culture in which your employees are enabled to make smart security decisions. To do that, they need a new school security awareness training. See how security culture stacks up against Know Before's free phishing test. Get it now at knowbefore.com forward slash phishing test. That's knowbefore.com forward slash fishing test. Now, no before wants to thank you for listening to the show and I want to thank them for sponsoring it. They are the provider of the world's largest security awareness and simulated fishing platform. Be sure to take advantage of their free fishing test, which you can find at knowbefore.com forward slash fishing test. Think no before for your security training. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub and CISO Talk Podcast, Veteran November Series that honors the brave men and women who serve this nation by sharing their stories of service. Each year for the entire month of November, we publish a daily podcast about these veterans. Buckle up and get ready for Veteran November. And now your host, James Azar. All right, everyone. Welcome to another great episode of Veteran November. We've got a very, very special guest joining me. One of my favorite people to have on the show. It's, in fact, her third appearance on the podcast, Brittany Kennedy. She's the BISO at Cardinal Health, and BISO stands for Business Information Security Officer, for those who don't know. Folks, please make sure to subscribe every single day at 2 p.m. Eastern. We have a brand new episode of Veteran November for the entire month of November. So check that out. Brittany, welcome again. How are you Thank doing? You. I'm so excited to be here. I am doing fantastic. Um, kind of enjoying the weather changing, um, but I'd rather be in my Louisiana swampland. I, I I enjoy fall and spring. Those are my two favorite seasons. I can do without winter and summer. <laughs> I feel like I hit that 25% range. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your service to our great nation. Uh, what branch of the military did you do and, and what did you do uh, as work in that branch? What was your MOS? So I was a 25 Alpha with the U.S. Army. Um, it was a fantastic ride. I had served with the Army for about um, 10 years. So started off U.S. side, jumped all over the place, and kind of ended the, the last part of my journey back in the U.S. So anything IT related was pretty much my my narrative. You know, it's so it's so fascinating. Um, when you talk about 10 years in the service, kind of jumping around and going all over the place. When you talked about your kind of 10 year service, what made you want to enlist? What was the reason that you decided to go into armed services? You know, so this is a funny story that I don't think many people have. 
Um, so I had actually gone the officer route and went through ROTC at LSU. Um, but the way I kind of came about that was I was taking random classes when I went to college and, you know, the freshman year, they always say that you gain the freshman 10. Well, I am the overachiever and did like the freshman 20, maybe 25 <laughs> at some point. Um, and so I was up early and I was working out um, at the gym and I would see the ROTC people down there. And I was like, you know what? Next semester, I'm going to do ROTC for an extra credit because then I'll be like, it'll force me to get up and I'll have workout buddies and I'll just stick with it. Um and so that semester in, I learned a lot about the Army. I really liked it. Um, and to much surprise to my family, I came back home and I said, hey, um, guess what? I'm joining the military. Uh, so that's, <laughs> they're a little bit shocked. Uh, but ultimately, I mean, super supportive. Both my grandparents were in the military. Um, and that's kind of what led my journey. So... Your parents sent you to college, mm-hmm. hoping you'd come back with a degree. Mm-hmm. You came back and said, hey, mom, dad, Uncle Sam called me. I saw the poster. I'm in. What yeah, was the I mean, conversation like? So it was very interesting. So here's what happened. So high hopes. I was going into college. I was going to double major in computer engineering and electrical engineering. Big dreams. And then college hit. Um and that <laughs> then the parties hit, right? And then reality. Um, and so I, I came back home and I was like, so it was computer engineering, electrical engineering, minoring in math. That was that was the scope. And then that summer I had an internship kind of lined up with Microsoft. So I was gonna go out and do all those things. Well, once I got the ROTC route, college hit, um, I came back home and I said, hey mom, you know all that stuff and that Microsoft thing? that's not going to happen. Um, what I'm going to do is drop my engineering degrees. I'm just going to major in math and go into the army. And then that was a bit head spin moment. My mom's like, what, um, what just happened here? I'm like, no worries, mom. I've already signed. I've got a scholarship in place. We're going to be good to go. Um, but so I feel like me and my mother have very similar personalities of like, once you've weighed all the pros and cons, you made the decision, you're committed, you're in. There's no like pushing you one way or the other. Um, so it was the, the oh, wait, what? Um, and then it was like, okay, well, the decision has been made. I guess we're going to this route. <laughs> How can I help? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unbelievable route that you went through. When you look at your time in the service, right, over 10 years uh, or just under 10 years that you were in, if you learn a lot of skills in the military, but if you could look at maybe one or two that have been instrumental for you in how you are today and, and the career you've had thereafter, what would those instrumental skills be? You know, I, I think it really revolves around working with people. Um, you start to understand in a leadership role what motivates people. Um, and really kind of what disheartens heartens them. Um, you learn how to pull together a team and draw from so many different perspectives and backgrounds and way you look at problems and really come up with effective solutions. So I think that's kind of one of the major things that I took away was how you bring in these people that either were brand new to the organization or been there a while or like come from a different path um, to really 
get towards a common goal. And if you're in the army and you know the definition of leadership, it's all about working towards the common goal. Um, and I think that's really what it is. Yeah, to me, the military from a leadership perspective is probably the most challenging uh, place to be a leader in. I think it's easier to be a leader in civilian life than it is in the military because the military is a melting pot of America. The mil When you look at our military service, you see everything this country is that you may not see in your... I mean, I remember when I enlisted, I served with someone. I was the first Jew they've ever met. Mm. That's interesting. Right? Like, they're just like, you're Jewish. I'm like, yeah. They're like, you're the first Jew I've ever met. And I'm like, wonderful. Right? Like, <laughs> it, it's a melting pot because there are some parts of this country that are very small pockets that some people don't leave the town they come from. I mean, that's still a reality. I mean, even in 2021, that's still what's awesome and also a little bit concerning, right? Like it's a little bit of both, right? Some people who like their idea of going to a down to the largest city in their state is kind of like our idea of flying overseas. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's, that's so interesting because you're right. The military does offer a lot of opportunities for various different people and being able to take advantage of those opportunities, you end up learning about so many different pockets of the world, pockets of the U.S. that you had no idea even existed, um, different cultures and just different ways you go about things. You know, speaking of that, what does America mean to you? What does it symbolize to you when you think of, of, of this country? So this might be a little corny or cheesy if people probably heard it all the time, but I, I really do believe it's opportunity. Um, we have so much potential to grow in whatever direction we want to grow. Um, sometimes there's a lot of tenacity that has to take place to get there, but you always have that opportunity, um, whether it's difficult or easy, uh, you have that space to grow. And so that's kind of what it means to me. Yeah, I like that. I mean, a lot of people say opportunity, right? I, 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 this country, though, is like the, you know, what this country represents is just so much more, right, than just, you, I've heard stories of people who've come here with dollars in their pockets who've been extremely successful that, that would have not been possible anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, you're, I love the fact that you talked about opportunity because you can, this whole country is just one big opportunity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and, you know, we hear just talking to individuals, the word, Oh no, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll restart that. Where were we? Uh, you were talking, we talked about opportunity. Talk to me about opportunity, Brittany. <laughs> 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 the melting pot of opportunities mm -hmm. all right we'll reset um you were going to say something about opportunities i can kick it back to you on that or if you lost your school of thought we'll move on to the next question no i i know right where it kind of got cut off go for it okay so i think a lot of times we talk about opportunity but on an individual basis we talk about potential is this individual has a potential to do something. Um, and that potential only exists because the opportunity is there. 
So if you're putting that potential to good use and you're actioning it, you are given that opportunity to go somewhere. And I, I feel like everyone's got potential, but not everyone has the opportunity. I completely agree with that. Let's talk about one key takeaway you took from your transition at the end of your service. What would that be? I think the main thing is to try to prepare. Um, you know, we we know at some point the army, the military is going to end, whether that's five years in, ten years in, twenty twenty five. Um, at some point, it's going to end. You may have skills right now that you're building in the middle and in the military that are easily transferable. You may not realize the leadership skills that you have in place. But go ahead and start preparing for the, the next opportunity, the next step. Um, if you get the chance, reach out of your military bubble um, and join other groups, whether it's um, any kind of professional group that you might be interested in, any kind of um, civil service or volunteer group. Start meeting people that are kind of outside of your circle because these people will be great to tap back into whenever it is time to make that transition. Yeah, that's such great advice is network, network, network. I tell every veteran that, right? They're like, how do, what do I need to do? I was like, network, 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 network. Go to everything. If they let you off base, go to every, find any networking event, go to meet up, go to meet up, find something that's going on and just go shake hands, meet people, make friends. That's how you find um, your your next role, really. It's, Absolutely. Um it's not just that. And Brittany, I kind of want to wrap up with my favorite question that I ask every vet is what's one thing you loved about your military service? Hands down the people. Um, I love that I got the opportunity to lead and make a difference in someone else's life. Um, I love the fact that there's still people that I can reach out to and talk to um, and kind of bond over our experiences in the military. So um, always the people. It's always the people. I agree with you. It's always, always, always the people. When we think of our military service, we don't think of our MOS. We don't think of our station. We don't think of our base or where we're stationed or anything like that. We remember the people we were with. The pictures we have are with the people we served with, not the places we were. Um, That is definitely something to take home. Brandy, thank you so much for your service and thank you for coming on the show. Um, I know that a lot of people do appreciate it and, and I know I do as well. Cause whenever I meet any other vet who's kind of stepped up and took on the uniform, you gotta, you know, that's that camaraderie that we always talk about. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you folks. That's it for another episode of veteran November. Make sure to subscribe, go to our YouTube channel, see the entire veteran November playlist. Don't miss last year's November play last year, veteran November playlist. Brittany's on there. We actually did a more extensive interview last year. So you guys can go and check that out as well. We'll be back again every single day for the month of November at 2 PM Eastern with another episode till tomorrow. Thanks so much for watching and have a great rest of your day. Cheers folks. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.